people spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm going to take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you. You feel you're talented in that. Pursue that. Who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Hope you guys are having a fantastic week. And uh, for those of you that are uh, watching this online on YouTube, uh, you notice that, yeah, here we go, solo again. But I will say that uh, James is not working. He is actually enjoying, he's enjoying some time uh, with his beautiful bride. And uh, gosh, we don't, don't we all need that? Um, you know, with, with everything that's going on, it doesn't matter actually what everything's going on because there's always stuff going on. Uh, you know, it's always healthy. It's always important for us to be taking time away, just separating yourself from the, from the chaos and the busyness and all of the, uh, the stresses uh, that go along with the work that we do. So um, kudos to James for taking that and making that a priority. And I hope he has a fantastic time. I hope that he fills his cup as we all should be doing in order for us to be able to serve at our best for others. Uh, the other thing is, if you're watching this uh, as well, you're, you're noticing that I had this uh, really bright shirt, orange shirt on, and it says Crush on it, or actually it says Casper on it, but it's Crush Baseball. And for those of you who know, uh, you know, obviously the former life was baseball, but my boys, uh, Caden and Brady, uh, play traveling baseball. And they've done that since they were eight years old. So they're um, 12 and 11 now. So we've been doing this for a number of years. And uh, we have a tournament this weekend. So after I'm done with this podcast, I'll go on and put my coach's hat on and, uh, and, and do some baseball today. And, and I, I got to tell you, um, you know, I absolutely love it. I've, I've learned to enjoy it more. For those of you that uh, have been on the conversation with Colin Young and I, when we talk about baseball, you know, there was a moment in time where we both were very bitter at the game because of uh, it leaving us, right? It, it continued to go and we were no longer invited to play. And, and through that process and that healing, I've been able to really enjoy all that baseball has to offer. I mean, I think that sports in general can offer some amazing things in our lives and the way that we, we grow and the way that we um, are able to mature but, you know, baseball is obviously particularly close to my heart because of everything that it allowed me to do in my life. And, and as, we've, um, as we've got into these seasons, uh, one thing that I've started to do more and more is like, what, how does this apply in my life? And, you know, every Tuesday I give a talk at our company and I'm able to typically take some experience from the weekend that is very relatable and transitions well into our life, into business. And, and this, this last weekend is no different. And I really want to share with you uh, some takeaways that I, I believe that will help, help you as you're moving forward, pushing through to that next, uh, that next chapter, the next phase in your life. And so we, were, we went up to uh, Billings, Montana to play in a tournament, and, and, and the boys have had a great season so far. We've been so blessed uh, at how they've been playing and everything that's coming together and their maturity and, and how they're really starting to, uh, to, to take hold of all of these practices and all of these things that as coaches, you know, as you pour into your, your children and these kids, you know, you want them to grow through that. 
uh, not just mentally grow through that. You want them to, to physically grow and get better. That's why we practice. We practice because we want to get better at something. And we've really started to see the fruits in that labor with the, with the kids and how they've uh, continued to rise up and become really good young baseball players. And so this weekend, um, as we were as we were playing a game, we we uh, we have we happened to play this really good team, um, and it was a great baseball game. Like if you were a fan, you would just have appreciated the game that was being played before you. Uh, there was great pitching, there was great hitting, there was great uh, fielding. Of course, there were errors a little bit here and there, but for the most part, it was just great baseball. And, and you know, when you watch games like that, like nobody deserves to lose. Like nobody should walk away losing. But, but that's life though, right? In, in life, somebody is not going to win. Somebody's going to be the victor. And, and what a great example this game was for us in that matter. Now, that's not what I want to talk about, but it was really the setup for what was going to be happening the rest of that weekend. And so that as that, that Saturday night when we were playing this uh, very good team, uh, the boys were going back and forth, just battling. One run here, one run there, tied ball game. And it was very close the entire time, and we were the visiting team. So in the top of the last inning, we had the opportunity for the go-ahead run. We had the opportunity to, to, uh, to take a hold of this game, and we had second and third, and our fastest boy was on third base. And there was a bad throw back to the pitcher. And as, as that throw went past his glove, and I'm the third base coach, I'm screaming for him to run, run home, run. And he hesitates, and then he finally goes. And then it was such a close play. I mean, such a close play that it could have gone either way. And unfortunately, the umpire called him out, and so we had two outs, so the inning was over. So here we are defeated, or at least the boys think that they're defeated, uh, all while understanding, like, hey, listen, we still have another half inning that we got to go out and play. And, and isn't that kind of like life, right? Like where we, 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 we experience a setback, but we don't realize we still have another half inning to go out and play. Like the game isn't over yet, and how are we going to show up for that, re- that, that, that next inning, that next half inning? And so we go out there and we make an error or we get a base, they get a base hit. I, I can't even remember exactly how, what happened, but we, we have a gentleman on, so the opposing team is on, on base and then he gets to second base. And now we have the, the winning run at second base and, and then we get an out and then we get an, a, a walk. And so we got second and third or first and second. And then, and then, we, may, we, then we get another out. So now we, we are literally one, one out away from going into extra innings or to have a tie ball game, right? So instead of losing the game, we actually would go into a tie. And we put ourselves in this amazing opportunity to walk away at least a little bit less harmed. And, and we get the ground ball, the perfect ground ball. And then we make an error. One of our best players, one of our most consistent players makes the error on the ball and the guy from second ends up scoring the winning run. And, and isn't that like what happens like in life, right? Like we, we do the right thing. We, we, we do all of the right moves. We, we put ourselves in a position to maybe either win or to actually just push it along, along for a while and not lose whatever it was that we were after. And, and something happened. We, we make a mistake that we just, we, we never make a mistake in, right? 
And then you have to like, you have to gather yourself after that. And of course the boys were devastated. I have, we have, we have boys crying. We have boys so frustrated with themselves, so frustrated with their teammates, all of these emotions that are going on. And, you know, as coaches, you know, in the moment we're having to go back and go, okay, like what, what is the lesson we have to learn from this? What is the, what is the thing that we're going to take away from this moment? And yeah, of course we are distraught ourselves. We were disappointed because we had the game. We were, we were there. We, we, we could have at least tied it. If not, we should have won this game, Right. But as coaches, we have to step back. You know, as, as a leader, we have to understand the, and have awareness in the moment of what is the lesson that we need to learn from this. And so the next day, we, we get to face the team again. You know, the next day, we, we go into bracket play, and it's, it's literally, it is single elimination. And so when you lose, you're done with the tournament. And so we call Sunday our championship day. This is why we show up. This is why we play as good as we do in order for to put ourselves in a position to be in the best opportunity to get to the championship game. And we are the number two seed. And so we've got, we got an opportunity to face this team that we just lost to, a heartbreaking loss the night before. We had an opportunity to face them again. And as I was thinking about this and talking to the boys, it was a perfect scenario for a comeback, right? It was a perfect scenario for us to go back out there and say, okay, listen, we had an opportunity to win that evening, but we blew it. We didn't do it. We didn't do the things that were necessary for us to win. Now you have an opportunity to completely redeem yourself and go out there and prove that you are a better team. And as I think about that, it's like, man, you know, we all need to come back, right? We all need to come back in our lives. We all need an opportunity to come back and, and do something a second time around with the same scenarios or similar scenarios and prove ourselves right. Prove ourselves that we are, prove to ourselves that we are worthy of whatever it is that we're wanting to achieve, that goal, that, that opportunity that we see upon us that maybe we failed at before. A second chance, a comeback. So many of us desire that. So many of us need that in our lives. And, and for those of you that know me, we, I talk often about like the five foundation uh, five, five foundational pieces in our, in our life, the things that give us structure, the thing that, that gives us strength and stability in our lives. And it's, uh, as, as many of you guys know, it's faith and family, fitness, finance, and, and, and our future. And if we could just, if we could, like, if we could just look at those five, I know there's an area in your life. I know that there's an areas in my life that, th that, that would fit into that, that I need to come back in. So where do you need a comeback in your life? Is it in the faith aspect? Is it, is it with that connection uh, in, your, in your belief system? Is it in your belief system within yourself, the faith in yourself? Do you need a comeback to have this faith in yourself again that maybe has been destroyed by the decisions you've made in the past, but you know that you're capable of so much more? Or maybe it's a comeback in your family. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe it's in with your children. You know, right now, there's, there's no greater time to have a comeback, especially in those relationships. Or maybe it's in your health and vitality. Maybe you've just let yourself go. Maybe you just haven't made a decision. You were, you were so good at one point in your life, but you just walked away from it. And you obviously once, you all of a sudden notice that, man, I have really done a horrible job 
of keeping my health a priority in my life, and I need a comeback here. And for many of us, we, we, we talk about our finances, and I, and I know so many men and women that, that need to come back in their financial picture. And I love talking about the future, right? I love talking about, like, what is the, what is the future us look like? And so I would really challenge you as, as you are listening to this, like, just literally, like, just close your eyes and, and picture that comeback. Picture that area in your life that you need that comeback. So we have this opportunity to play this team again. And once again, it is a battle. It is just an, it's a great game. It's a great pitching duel. Um, we are doing everything we can as a, as a team to put ourselves in a position to win. And it's one-to-one, it's two-to-one, it's two-to-two. And then uh, eventually it's two-to-three, the other team. We're behind. It's two-to-four. And then we had an inning where we made a couple errors, and they go up by another three. So now it is literally seven to two and we are down by five runs which seem insurmountable by the way at the time because everything that we were doing it was not working every line drive that we hit it was hit right at somebody every great hit that we had that was in the gap was caught somehow by a diving player that played amazing and awesome on the other team and everything that we did it just seemed like it was just working against us Does that sound familiar in life? And so we get to the bottom of the sixth inning and our leadoff leadoff hitter pops up to left field. And so we've got one out. And so the odds of us coming back start to dwindle dramatically. And unfortunately, we had a horrible situation where not only did they did he pop up, but then he threw his helmet and he threw his bat and he started packing his stuff. You know, and so as coaches, we're going, this is completely uncalled for. And so our main our main focus was on him and going, unacceptable, brother. Like what you just did to your teammates is completely unacceptable. But here's the one thing that I will tell you that I just absolutely loved about that moment is that the other 11 children that were on that team, all these 11 boys, this team, they didn't, they didn't pay attention to it because the next guy got up and he hit a triple. And then the next guy got up and he hit a double. And then the next guy got up and he hit a single. And the hits kept coming. And so the team, even though they, dis- they, they might have been distracted because of, uh, of the issue of the leadoff hitter getting out, they didn't focus on that. And, and how often do we do that? How often do we do that as, uh, as grown, uh, grown men and women where we get distracted by the loss, we get distracted by the negativity, and we don't focus on the opportunity that we still have, even though the odds seem like they're against us? If we just stayed focused on the goal, on the mission, on the thing that we believe that we can accomplish, even though the odds are stacked. And so the boys continue to hit. And the next thing you know, it's four to seven with runners on. And the next thing you know, it's five to seven. But then we get our second out. And so the odds of us completing this comeback, this amazing comeback, are dwindling at every moment. Every pitch seems to just cut a little bit deeper. And then we get another hit. 
and now it's six to seven. And we are one hit away from tying this game. The tension is so palpable, like on both sides, you can see, of course, obviously on the one side, the other team, they're, they're nervous and they're, they're just angst because they just know, I just need one pitch. We need one strikeout. We need one pop-up uh, and then we're done and we can get out of it. And it doesn't matter how many runs they've scored. They didn't score enough to tie the game or to win the game. And, and so this is all they're waiting for on their end. And, and here we are on ours going, we just need one more hit, one more run, one more pass ball, one more opportunity to score so we can at least tie the game and give ourselves an opportunity to win the game possibly in extra innings and so we send our leadoff hitter back up actually it was our nine it was our last hitter sorry it was our last hitter uh, in the lineup and he gets a base hit and he ties the game now just imagine in your mind 11 boys jumping up and down in their dugout because they just came back from the largest deficit they'd been back they'd been down the entire year in the last inning with two outs and how many of us need a comeback like that how many of us need a comeback where this is the the largest deficit that you've been in and you're not quite sure you're going to be able to do it and maybe you don't even have hope. Maybe you're like the leadoff kid uh, at, the, at the beginning of that inning where maybe you, you did fly out. But the thing that was so important about this comeback was that it wasn't up to one individual. It wasn't up to two individuals. It was an entire team of individuals that stayed focused on the goal. And, you know, we often talk about, like, who is sitting at your board table? Who are the people that you are surrounding yourself with? Because I will tell you this, no great comeback ever happens alone. When you are faced with odds against you, yes, you have to do the work, but it's those people that you surround yourself that lift you up, that give you those opportunities, that surround you when you're at your lowest, when you don't even believe in yourself, they're the ones that are there to help you get through the hard times in your life. And so who is sitting at your table that's going to help you with this comeback? So the game is tied, and we have one of our hitters who has struggled all year long. All year long, no matter what he did. Oh my gosh, this poor young man. He just couldn't catch a break. He couldn't hit the ball. He, and he is a great hitter, but he just has not had a great year. And he started to break out of this slump. And this weekend, he started to hit well. And unfortunately, he crushed the ball. He absolutely crushed. He murdered this ball. But he hit it right at the third baseman. And he was the third out. But the, tie, the game was tied. So at least we're going into extra innings. And as I told you before, remember I was, I was telling you about this scenario the night before, just the night before, where everything that was working against them, how somehow it, it needed to work for them and, and it and all accumulated in one inning for them. It was the bottom of the sixth inning and it started to work in their favor. 
And then so we go into the top of the seventh and we play by California rules. So we have a kid at uh, second base automatically in order for runs to score. And so the opposing team had a kid at, at third base. And for one reason or another, their coach decides to try to steal him from second to third. And our catcher throws him out and we get the first out. And that's the biggest out. That is the, that is the biggest out of the game because now they don't have anybody on base with one out. And by this time, our, my son uh, was the pitcher, had thrown two strikes, and he threw another pitch for the third strike. And now we have two outs. And so you can see the momentum coming here. And even though we're not out of the woods by any means, we've got the momentum and you can see the energy and you can see the excitement and you can feel it. And so he throws another pitch and it's a ground ball to second base, which is my other son is playing there and he catches it and he throws him out at first base. And it's a tie ball game going into the bottom of the seventh. See, all of the things that were working against them were now finally starting to work for them. And, and that's how a comeback happens. That's what happens when you have a comeback in, our, in your life. You know, all of the things that you were, chased to, you're, you, you were chasing, all of the things that you were faced with that were, you thought were like the, the detrimental pieces, the things that were holding you back, that were holding you down, they all start to work now for you and in your favor because of the resilience that you showed, because of the ability to not give up on yourself and the situation and the goal that was ahead of you. And so we go in the bottom of the seventh with a kid on base. And guess who's on second base? The young man that had struggled all year long. That no matter what he did, it seemed like it wasn't the right thing to do. And no matter what he did, he couldn't get the base hit. Even when he hit it hard, even when he did all the right things, he hit it right at people, right? And when he went, as, before he got to second base, it was so fun to have a conversation with him. Because don't we need people in our lives that will fill our cup, that will, that will hold us back and say, hey, this is the opportunity you've been waiting for your entire life. And you are in this position for a reason. And so I had an opportunity to talk to this young man before he got to second base. And I literally just told him, this is it, buddy. You were made for this. You were built for this. You have the opportunity and you're going to score the winning run. That's how important you are to this team. Don't we need somebody in our lives that says that to us? Don't we need somebody in our lives that will fill our cups in a, in a way that we can't fill? And so the, so the, the opposing team throws a wild pitch and, he, and he's able to steal third. Well, unfortunately, he almost got out too because he slid past it. He was so excited, but he was able to get his hand back in and he was safe. And so now we have the winning run at third base. And our leadoff hitter is up. And he hits a pop fly into the left field. And our, third, uh, our, uh, our runner at third base tags when the ball is caught. And that dude ran faster than I've ever seen him run before. And he scored the winning run. What do you need to come back in in your life? Who do you need to surround yourself with in order for you to put yourself in a position for the greatest comeback of your life.
See, the thing that we, we, uh, we focus on oftentimes are all the things that are holding us back and all the negativity and all of the things that uh, life has happened to us. And if I, if I picked apart that game, there were many times where we made mistakes or we didn't hustle or we dropped the ball or we made an error or we didn't make the right pitch or we didn't have a good at-bat. But the entire team continued to not give up. The entire team refused to let situations that were happening throughout the game defeat them. And even though there were individual teammates that maybe weren't being the best teammates, the rest of the team picked up the slack when needed be. And that's what life is like. You're not always going to feel the best. You're not always going to be the most motivated. You're not always even going to believe in yourself and that you can do something amazing in your life because of the setbacks that you've experienced, because of the heartache that you've had to go through. So it's so important to have a great team that's surrounding you, that is beside you, that is walking with you as you face these challenges in your life. Are you able to take the setbacks in your life and turn them in to your greatest comebacks? I hope that you guys take an opportunity to really listen to this. Maybe listen to this again and see the areas in your life that maybe, just maybe, if you started to take those setbacks, you could turn them into the best story, the greatest comeback of your life. Because we know the world needs exactly who you want to be, now more than ever. Love you all. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And we'll talk to you soon. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.